0: trisha and i'm layla grab a cocktail and come join us for a little boozy banter with friends (laughs) hello hello we are just leaving saint augustine oh we should Yanked it right oh, off. In technical difficulties. Oh, dude, why are you standing in the road? Oh, here we Get go. Get out of the road, man. Oh, he's, oh, okay. Oh, he's like talking to himself. Watch out for him,
1: honey. honey we, we are, are
0: in, honey. We're in a car. He might lunge out at you or something. Was he gonna? What's he gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. What's <laughs> he gonna do, Trisha? <laughs> <laughs> we just finished our tour of our favorite distillery on the face of the planet, the City Gate in St. Augustine. And And as always, they were amazing. They were so hospitable. Holy Biscuits hospitable. I mean, every single one of their staff was just... So kind and welcoming. Like we had the best time. Well, I feel like at the end they kicked us out because (laughs) we wouldn't shut the fuck up. They're like, go away, ladies. We're sick of you already. You've been here for three hours. I don't care. I don't care. They were amazing. <laughs> what is their hours? Maybe they are not even close. <laughs> no, I don't think they were closing yet. <laughs> I, we have to Google their hours. Maybe they close at five o'clock on a Tuesday. Well, it's 4.45. <laughs> which is close to five. And we left like 15 minutes ago. So we walked up as a normal. We did not People. say. We did not say anything. We're like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, boozy banter. We're like. How, How did you know? Smart? Well, <laughs> he's a very good GM. He did the Googles. He did. Uh, found out that he had gone on our website. Even know your belief. He knew our belief scale. Hmm. Which you know, mine has not varied. It's actually gone down a little. I'm a little lower <laughs> on my belief scale, but mine's, mine's still on. a solid. Mine's still a five. I'm going to still stick to five, <laughs> only because. I don't believe, nor I disbelieve. <laughs> they were so informative. They talked about their production, uh, their expectations, just their management change that they recently had. they were fabulous. I had the best time. We sampled their, what was it called? What's New that? one. It's the peach whiskey. We did sample the peach wow whiskey which was amazing it was like a fresh peach dipped in a a really good whiskey (laughs) right yes if you took a fresh peach and dunked it in some whiskey and then took a bite out of it that's exactly what it tastes like it was not it did not taste like that heavy syrupy But no, no. none of their alcohols do. And that's they why we don't. love them so much. It's always, their taste is always very clean. It's very pure. You get the true essence of everything. And we did the progression. We had their White Lightning. We had the the whiskey. And then we had their finished product, which was the the peach whiskey. And when I first smelled the peach whiskey, I was like, wow, that smells fantastic. Yeah. And then tasted, it was smooth, not overly sweet. All of their whiskeys and their moonshines and their rums always go down like a dream. Yes. Yes. Always. So after we met with... Jacob and Devin. Jacob and Devin. And moved on to... Each tasting station. there's Yeah. That you would normally get walking through the door. First, we met with Colin, who was fantastic. Oh, I loved Colin. Oh, he was showing his, the, uh, stick- s- the stickers for that the he designed, that he had designed. Which I had to pick some up because they were awesome. Yes. <laughs> he was just fun. Gave us some different recipe ideas and just a great experience. That's one thing that I do like about their tasting tours. No matter what tasting host that you have, Each one has always had a different idea for their cocktail. Yes. Always. They always have their own spin on what you should mix with this or that. And uh, so after we left Colin, we went to Janelle. And she was hilarious. (laughs) She was really Uh, hilarious. She was tasting, giving tastings of the peach whiskey which we had already tasted but um which I'll try again of course because it's super good but, but her little jokes about the peach whiskey were hilarious <laughs> the first joke oh my goodness yeah you're about to taste the second best peach in the building yeah and I'll give you an extra shot if you can guess the first <laughs> well now lady Yeah. You are just our kind of humor. Exactly. (laughs) She was great. So we enjoyed her. She gave us lots of different ideas on what to mix with this and that. And from her, we went on to Chad, Mm -hmm. which we have had Chad before. We have. For (laughs) other tastings. He did not remember us. We won't fault they him. They get so many people <laughs> through that door though. But he's so entertaining that we remembered him. So that should be a compliment because their whole team is a compliment. They, they really are. They have revamped their apple pie. Minshine. Holy. Shit. Oh my goodness. Like I liked it before. Um, it had a nice apple flavor, it was very good, but it but... never was enough for me to buy it exactly because if I'm gonna buy so many bottles to get one free, I'm gonna buy my ultimate favorite. Yeah, this time their apple pie moonshine has more spice to it. It's oh my goodness, so good. a lot so of those poor flavors that you love from an apple pie moonshine are still there, but like you said, it had some spice. It had some back end where you can taste all the different layers of an apple pie. Phenomenal, very well done, and absolutely new and improved. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. By far. And if you paired it with their ancient city spice. Ah, oh, so good. I mean, they've changed it just enough to where I bought a bottle this time. So if you have never been convinced to try City Gate. I know we mentioned them so many times on our podcast. They are our absolute favorite and they are deservingly our favorite because they have the best rums, whiskeys, moonshines. You can actually order them through their website and try a bottle for yourself. I highly encourage it. It's worth it. Christmas is coming up faster than you can blink an eye. Right. Send somebody a bottle of, of Citygate love. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to do a, a promo. A, we might. We might have to do like a giveaway where so somebody else can try this deliciousness and we'll send crazy. it on us because. But they can order it through the website. They can order it through the website, but I feel like we. Uh, unless you live in one of like 10 states that are like, no, you can't sell any alcohol. Then we'll send you like a gift card or something, or we'll but, send you a bottle direct. Yeah. But you will send you the bottle direct. You're mm-hmm. going to have to try. We will figure something out for December where we can do a giveaway because they are so fantastic that we feel the need. To spread the word. Even <laughs> like, more than we tried already. Did. <laughs> I know. Okay. So anyhow, I will probably be back sometime in the next couple weeks. They say so they have something special. They do. And they're opening a patio bar here before the end of the year, which we're definitely going back for that. But I, I will be back. I've got to get some presents of my own to send out to family <laughs> because, you know, how how do I not? I mean, it's right? a, a present that keeps on giving until the it. One <laughs> on. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from, from our fabulous visit to St. Augustine, we, we do have a story. You we, do have a story. You I came do. up with something. So knowing we were driving up here, you know, I look to see what haunted, what's haunted in St. Augustine, literally. Besides everything. everything. Right. That we haven't already talked about or done.
1: Which, Which is a lot.
0: Yeah. There were several things that popped up, but this was interesting because I had never heard of it before. Oh, so do tell, my friend. I'm going to tell you about the Beulow Plantation. Okay. Just off of I-95 between Daytona Beach and St. Augustine in Flagler County is the Bulow Plantation Ruins State Park. Really? I did not even know. that. I that have State never Park. seen any signs for it. Me neither. On 95. Uh, it was once a thriving sugarcane plantation in the 1820s that originally encompassed 4,675 acres acres. Wow. That's a big one. This was the largest one of 12 other sugar mill plantations along the Atlantic coast of Florida during that time. Okay. I didn't realize there were so many. Like, But we, we did the sugar mill ruins. Yes. We have talked about the sugar mill ruins in New Smyrna. Right. But I hadn't realized that there were, there were like 10 others on top of that, you know, wow. but yeah, that was, that was a thing. The sugar mill plantations or the sugar cane plantations back then today, the park, the state park is over 5,500 acres hmm. with more than a quarter of it submerged. That's 1,200 and 300 and something acres underwater. Like a little swampy-ness yeah. area. Exactly. Uh, there are several trails for walking and biking and lots of opportunities for wildlife sightings out there. Okay. A highlight of Which the park. is right up your alley, by the way. Oh, yeah. You know I love the outdoors. <laughs> you love nature. I love nature. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably why I never knew that this park existed. <laughs> because I just really don't enjoy being outside. <laughs> so
1: a highlight of the
0: park is the majestic Fairchild Oak. Okay. It was named after renowned botanist David Fairchild. Oh. Um, fun fact. The Fairchild Tropical Botanic Garden in Coral Gables is also named after him. Well, isn't he just like Hoity Toity? He's special. Like he's got all the shit named after him. Yeah. I guess back then, like nowadays, if somebody was to say like, Oh, did you hear about that botanist? I'd be like, What? <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't make the news like I guess it did back then. Botany. It's dying art. I I guess it is. The oak tree is four to 600 years old. Wow. Yeah, it's old. And it stands nearly 70 feet tall with limbs over 300 feet across. Nice. It's huge. It's considered one of the oldest in the South. Uh, It has withstood drought, fire, war, and hurricanes. And of course, with something that old, there are also legends surrounding it. Of course. It's said that two previous owners of the property nearby died by the tree. The first was James Orman II, who owned the nearby Beulow Plantation, Ormond. It, Ormond. Like Ormond Bee. Like, does it have any relationship with I think it does. Oh, okay. His death is a mystery or myth, depending on who you ask. And he was either killed or killed himself at the base of the tree. Like, they don't know. It's all a mystery. Oh. The second death was Norman Harwood, who had purchased the land in 1880. Some say he attempted to grow oranges and sugar cane, while others say he was cattle farmer. Uh, but either way, he was deeply in debt and not very well liked by his neighbors. Oh, was he a dick? Yeah, it sounds like it. The rumor is that he hung himself from one of, from one of the tree branches, possibly so his family could collect on his hefty life insurance policy. I guess back then, suicide still got you life insurance Collection. I guess it did. Oh, okay. Some different pe- times. Different times. Different times. Some people who have visited the tree claim to have seen the ghost of a man. And when they see him, they're filled with sorrow and regret. Oh. And fact, so, you know, whatever his reasons for paying himself. I guess it sounds like he tried to do everything to make some money, but his past debts caught up with him. And then, of course, he had a family that he left behind that he couldn't provide for. So I guess that's the regret part. I guess. The park also contains the remains of the Beulow Plantation, once known as Beulowville. It's named one of the spookiest ghost towns in America by Southern Living Magazine. What? Yeah. Really? Like many plantations of that time, the history is marred by slave labor and the forced removal of Native Americans. According to the 1830s census, almost 200 slaves were kept on the plantation. Wow, that's a big plantation. Yeah. I mean, it was the largest of all of the ones on the East Coast of Florida. Of the 200 slaves kept on the property, the majority of them performed the backbreaking work of cutting and boiling sugar cane, as well as working in the rice and cotton fields with others cooking and cleaning in the main home. A wealthy merchant from Charleston, South Carolina named Major Charles Bulow purchased the land in 1821, but he passed away shortly after the plantation was built. His teenage son, John Joachim Bulow inherited the property and continued to successfully produce sugar until the Second Seminole War. While many of his neighbors, as well as the United States government, were trying to forcefully remove the Seminole Indians from the local lands, Beulow had a good relationship with the tribes. When troops invaded his property to try to remove them, Beulow and his men fired at them, which led to him being arrested. Wow. Yeah, he tried to protect them from being removed. The troops were led by Major Benjamin Putnam, and after Bulow's arrest, Major Putnam seized the plantation and made it an outpost for the militia while they continued their assault against the tribe. When they were eventually forced to relocate to St. Augustine, they released John Bulow and his property. Unfortunately, The Seminoles didn't understand everything that had happened between John and Major Putnam and they became distrusting and hostile towards him and his remaining staff. I don't know what you call them. Family, staff, slaves, Mm. whoever was left remaining. Like he, the Indians were like, fuck you, you let these people fire. They didn't realize that he tried to So, like, protect them. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't understand. John and other plantation owners in the area were outnumbered by the Seminoles and fled. also fled to St. Augustine. In 1836, the tribe set fire to the Beulow Plantation and Mill, and sadly, John Beulow died the following year. I think at the time he wasn't even 30 years old when he died. Yeah. That's so young. It really was. But no one lived that long back then. It, they didn't. I mean, I don't know I how he died, games. but he would have gotten like the yellow fever or something, I think. that they all did. Yeah. It's said that the Seminoles cursed the land that the plantation sits on and that their spirits still reside around the state park. Many people have claimed to see orbs within the ruins shadowy figures among the trees and whispers and disembodied voices on the walking path that sounds just like the sugar mill ruin it does doesn't it like all of those things are what people say they see at the sugar mill ruin yeah this state park is like right off of i95 That's between interesting you know just south of of st augustine I have never once seen a sign for it. Neither have I. I'm going to look today, like as we're driving back, I'm going to look. You to can see through the rain. I One day
1: we I would to like to it. pop in and Absolutely.
0: just scope it out because I guess it's a really decent, like it's not, they're not all situated near each other. The plantation ruins, the sugar mill ruins, they're all separate from each other. They have slaves' quarters, really, um, but they're all ruins now. But they're supposed to be not ruined enough. You, like you can still see structures, and that's what gives it the creepy, the creepy vibe, the creepy yeah. feel. Yeah, we're definitely gonna check it out one day. I had hoped to stop today. But we had such a great time at We really did. It (laughs) wouldn't have mattered. They're closed Tuesdays and Wednesdays. That's so weird for a state park to be closed. I agree. So, anyhow, that was I thought it was interesting. Like I had never ever heard of this state park. So very nice. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Learn something new every day. Right. So if you're in the St. Augustine area, you know, don't feel like you're confined to the hauntings of St. Augustine proper. There's more <laughs> surroundings, there you is. Know, <laughs> But, but you if go you are in St. Augustine, oh my do gosh. not, whatever you do, miss a trip to City Gate Distillery. I um, agree. Guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. That's right. Till the boozy banter sent you. All <laughs> right. They'll give you like s- 10 Hugs samples and for free samples and high <laughs> fives. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all you get. We can't guarantee anything else than that. Oh, except you- a smile. Oh, wait. If you buy five bottles, they'll give you the six one free. We can guarantee that. Yeah. 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 And you might get a fancy cooler out of it. You could. To carry all of your delicious city gate spirits. You can tell them, like, I'm buying five bottles. I would like my six one free and my free cooler bag. And you can use the code BoozyPanter. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to look at you like... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you say so. But go ahead. You say how it that works out. Use that code. It'll I guarantee you it'll get you a cooler bag and a free bottle. A but free- you have to buy Six. five Yeah. But you have to buy five. Let's, let's make that perfectly clear. There you go. And their mixers do not include as one of the bottles. That's right. Just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> uh, the mixers are good, though. I bought... what's What are the two? Ancient City. Ancient City and Spice Passion. and the Passion Fruit Sour. I right. think are the two. That's it. And we've had the passion fruit we have and, passion fruit yeah um today about the ancient city spice it's so, gonna go so good with that apple pie moonshine oh my gosh it's yeah, gonna go definitely very very good i agree i agree completely very so, nice anyhow if you're there check them out tell me sent you um and if you are on i-95 and you need to just get out and stretch your legs Check out the Buelo Plantation Ruins State Park just uh, north of Daytona, or you can check out the sugar new Smyrna Sugar Mill Ruins. New Smyrna Sugar Mill Ruins uh, just south of Daytona. Exactly. So, anyways, great great spots to to stop and stretch your legs. So. And we hoped you enjoyed this episode of carpool podcasting (laughs) (laughs) let us know what other road trips that you think we should do that's local and how we can record and what we can record so that way we can bring a new carpool recording podcast to you absolutely until next time (laughs) cheers cheers Hey, like what you hear? Leave us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. For more about this episode, check out our website at boozybanterwithfriends.com or connect with us on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Later. Later.